following on from last week's episode, in particular, my last point from last week's discussion, it's created much talk and I thought I'd chat more on what I would do differently from a marketing and promotional perspective as an indie author. So let's take a listen. Welcome to the Ask the Author podcast, a weekly podcast where you get to ask me, the author, anything to do with writing and publishing. My name is Jodie Gibson and I'm an author of Feel Good Fiction. I'm also a writing mentor and founder of the Write Squad community for writers. I know what it's like starting out in the writing world, having so many questions and not knowing where to begin. So now, as a published author, both traditionally and indie, I'm here to share my knowledge and help you on the way to accomplishing your writing goals. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ask the Author. It's great to be here on this very much autumn-esque day, shall we say, in the middle of summer, although we are coming to the end of summer, so it's not really the middle anymore, but it is a touch cooler here today. It's a little overcast and the perfect day to record a podcast. So here I am. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening in on season, season two and giving such great feedback. It's great to be back and I'm very excited for the season ahead. This week and next week's episode will be the usual format, but pencil into your diaries February 26 as that episode will be a very special one. I won't say anything more apart from I know you'll love it, so make sure you're listening. Okay, let's get on with this week's show. So this week is kind of an extension of last week's episode as I had quite a few listeners want to know more. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, which is all about the things I'd do differently if I was starting out all over again, go back, take a listen, and then come back to this episode. So last week when I revealed my last point about what I would do differently, I was perhaps a little bit vague because I hadn't really sorted the ins and outs of what I was trying to say in my head. And this week during one of my Right Square community Zoom sessions, um, one of my members asked me, could I elaborate on what I would do differently in terms of being an indie author and trying to put out a book and market and promote it just as a traditional publisher or traditional author would do. So what I mentioned last week was that when I set out to indie publish, I decided to do everything a trad publisher and trad author would do. First of all, I'd make sure that my book was indistinguishable from a trad published book. So professionally edited, professionally proofread, a professionally designed cover that fits the genre, professionally formatted, a great blurb, and so on. So pretty much when a reader picks up my book, they won't be able to tell if it's traditionally published or indie published, and that is super important. And to be clear, this is a non-negotiable for me, and it is something I will always do with every indie release. 
It's something that I believe is absolutely imperative to the success and reputation of myself as an author. And writing the best book I can and producing and publishing the best book I can is something that I always want to do. So when it comes to doing things differently in the perspective of trad versus indie and in that perspective, absolutely, I would keep all of that the same. The second part is where it comes to marketing and promotion of my book. So this is where I would do things a little bit differently. So when I set out to indie publish, I was going to tackle promoting my book in the same way that a traditional publisher and author would do. I did a book launch. I would have distribution channels to bookstores. I would reach out personally to bookstores, connect with other authors, trad or indie, and supporting them and their books, appearing on podcasts, all of that sort of thing. Some of those things I found worked really well podcasts, for example, social media connections, and I loved connecting with other authors and they all worked really well. But there were things that didn't work well, things that trad authors and publishers do that don't always translate for indie authors. The main one, I guess, is working hard on getting books into bookstores. Unfortunately for indie authors, getting your books into bricks and mortar bookstores is difficult. It's not impossible, but it is certainly a challenge. While you can set up distribution channels quite easily, it is unlikely that without meeting a bookseller, which I guess can be a challenge in itself, or without a personal request from a reader for your book through the bookstore, it's unlikely that the bookstore will stock your book just automatically. And even if it is requested by a reader, if that bookstore doesn't have an account with the distributor, they might, may not even be able to get the book in and they might, might not want to open an account just so they can get the book in for that one reader. This is something that has been a huge factor for me with my latest release. I've had readers contact me and say my local bookstore says that they can't get the book in how do I get a copy of your book which of course I have personally sent them a copy and we've done it um, that way which has been nice Um, so while I have made effort in contacting booksellers and asking readers to request the book at the local store often I found it's just not working Compare this to a traditional published author whose publisher will likely, but again, not always, but very likely push the book towards booksellers and booksellers are then able to purchase copies quite easily because they have all the accounts set up with those main publishers. For indies, this isn't the easiest thing to do. Trade authors too can find that making the time to reach out and personally visit booksellers is beneficial. That personal connection between author and bookseller can be vital. And if you are indie, certainly it's a great thing to work on if you can locally with your local booksellers, but reaching further afield, as I've mentioned with all of those factors, it can be challenging. For me personally, it comes down to time. Do I have the time to put into promoting and pushing my books towards traditional books and water stores? And is it worth the time and effort? Am I seeing a return on investment? Because after all, this is a business. For me, I haven't had that return on investment. And it's something that I would definitely do different 
with my next book. I'll be focusing less on bricks and mortar stores and more on ebooks, print on demand from online retailers, and also audiobooks. Now, I know this is a huge blow for some indies. After all, seeing your book in a bookstore is one of the most validating and emotional experiences. It's one of the first dreams for all authors, isn't it? And I remember I've been into a bookstore wondering, oh my gosh, are they going to have my book? And to see it on the shelf, it's it's an amazing feeling. Absolutely. So it's hard for me to say, you know, don't worry about it. You don't need that. But you need to live through the experiences to find out if it's something that's absolutely important to you, if it is a deal breaker, and then if it is where you need to consider the challenges. For me, I've realized as good as that is, has seeing my book on the shelf of a bookstore, it's more important to me that people have access to my books easily so they can read them. I want people to read my books. And if I can best reach them through online means, if that's more accessible for them, if that's easier and less time consuming for me to provide, then that's how I need to do it. Now, just a side note, I'm not ignoring the issue of the demise of bricks and mortar stores. It's absolutely a concern and something that, of course, is disappointing. But really, that's a whole other issue that plays into a lot of different areas of publishing that's probably best discussed in a different episode. So we'll leave that one there. The other thing I'm still on the fence with in terms of doing things differently from trad authors is promotional things such as library and bookshop talks. While I've done quite a few of these during my books, the time and effort, particularly for me not being based in a major capital city, is challenging. The ones I've done have been amazing, like truly amazing, and I've thoroughly enjoyed them. Connecting with readers, with future readers and with libraries in particular is wonderful. I've made so many friends and met readers and other writers and to have that one-on-one personal connection with a reader is absolutely lovely. But again, for me, it comes down to time. Organising a book or library tour takes so much planning. First of all, planning where and when, reaching out to the possible venues, coordinating times and dates, it's a lot of work. And for me, as I mentioned, I don't live in a major capital city, so the time and cost comes into it as well in terms of travel, accommodation, if I have to head down to one of the major capital cities or even a regional tour, that's when it starts to not be cost effective for me. So unfortunately, at this early stage of my career with other commitments outside of writing, my time is better right now put into writing more books. It's really as simple as that. It's not to say I won't do a few events here or there, but this type of promotional work is not going to be a huge focus for my next indie release. There are thousands, if not tens of thousands of indie authors who are successful. Perhaps they're not household names, but they are successfully writing and publishing and doing it all from behind their desk. They're making money, they have large, loyal readerships and spend most of their time writing the next book. Whereas for trad authors, this isn't the usual way. Trad authors are expected by their publishers to get out there and meet readers. They need to do their bit for the promo of their book in that way and to, of course, help earn out their advance. 
I guess it comes down to how each indie author feels about how they want to promote and market their book. A lot of writers, for example, are introverts and getting out there isn't something they're comfortable with. For me, I really have to consider my time and what it means to me to be able to do both. So to write the next book and connect with readers and how is the best, most effective way for me to do that. It's something I'm still working on, something I'm still working out, but it's definitely something I see as needing to step away from the traditional way of doing things, the trad way of promoting. So absolutely something that I would do differently next time comparing myself indie to trad. So there are definitely a couple of things that I will do differently when it comes to marketing and promotion of my indie releases in the future. As I said, I'll absolutely be making sure my book is the best it can be, professional, indistinguishable from a trad published book, but that is when I will step away and start to do things differently, things that are going to work better for me as an indie author. If you'd like to know more about this week's topic, you can check out my website at www.jfgibson.com.au or if you have a question about writing or publishing that you'd like answered on the podcast, please reach out to me on my website or via Instagram where you'll find me at jfgibsonwriter. The easiest way to find me is to Google Jodie Gibson author where you'll find my website and my socials so I do look forward to hearing from you. I'm really glad that the last point of my last episode has sparked this conversation as it's really helped me clear things up in my own head. What was only a muddled thought last week is now clarified. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about being an indie published author, the fact that things don't have to be a certain way. Whereas a trad author, there are processes and expectations as an indie We can set and meet our own objectives and we can pivot along the way. We get to learn from our mistakes and do things differently the next time. I hope this has been as interesting an episode for you as it has for me. Next week, I'll be back with another listener question. So I hope you can join me for that. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this episode. Leave a comment, leave a review if you can. That would be awesome. And until next week, happy writing. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to hit the subscribe button. Give me a shout out on your socials and it would be super fantastic if you could leave a review to help the podcast be seen so other writers can benefit from it too. You're also invited to support the podcast simply by buying me a coffee. Just head to my website www.jfgibson.com.au, go to the podcast page and you can leave a one-off donation. Your support helps me pay for the production, editing and hosting costs of the podcast and if you like, you'll also get a special shout out on the next episode. Don't forget you can reach out on my Instagram at jfgibsonwriter where I always love to hear from other writers and readers. Thank you so much for listening.